Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful for your support of this radio program, uh, for this radio station, for all the other uh, radio shows that are pretty amazing on this radio station. And I'm so grateful for your support of the Encounter Ministry. For more information, uh, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. And as we've been talking about all week, we've been sharing from the, the new revised Encounter Bible Study, which is now available on Amazon. Uh, just type in the Encounter Bible Study with Bill Reeser, and you can pick up your copy. And thank you for your support of this. We want to get this in the hands of all the churches in America, recovery ministries, organizations that are really going to help people find hope and freedom. So as we continue on with Anchor 3, we picked it up where it says, when you accept the finished work of Christ, you realize that God forgave you of all your sins. This includes your shame and guilt. You can be free of condemnation. And when you get that into your spirit, it changes everything. That's how we ended the show yesterday. Friends, you don't have to walk around with shame and guilt. If God has forgiven you of your sins, he also has released you of the shame and guilt as well too. The finished work of Jesus on the cross also crucified, watch this, your old self and your propensity to sin. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin, Romans 6, 6 or 7. The evidence that you trust in the finished work of Christ on the cross is that you have had an encounter at the cross where your old life of sin was crucified. And here's what happened. You crucified your past. You crucified your desire to control other people. You crucified your shame and guilt. You crucified your pain, addiction, and character defects. You crucified your anger, lust, disorders, and codependencies. You crucified your bitterness, unforgiveness, and fear, and anything else in your old life and believe by faith that all of those things were nailed to the cross and buried in the grave and, and the only thing that came back to life is Christ in you. The finished work of Christ compels me to live the crucified life of Christ. Philippians 1.21 says this, for, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. The remaining anchors of hope in this Bible study, let me tell you, will have no impact unless you trust in the finished work of Christ. And the key to living in freedom is trusting in the finished work of Christ. Everyone trusts something. Or someone, you either trust in the finished work of Christ or you trust in yourself. And when you don't trust in Christ, you'll try and accomplish things in your own strength and fail every time. You can't do what's already been done. You can't, you can't accomplish what's already been finished. Galatians 2.20 says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Friends, let me put it this way. This is straight from the Encounter Bible Study. If we trust in Christ, we'll begin to live a life that resembles Galatians 2.20, a life of gratitude for what Jesus has done for us. We cannot work to earn something Jesus has already given us. Neither should we use that gift of grace as an excuse to keep living in sin, which so many people do. We can only truly experience freedom and the life of Christ when we receive the gift of salvation 
and die daily to our selfishness and our sinful nature. Now, that's, this is why it's important to understand sin, the effects of sin, what Christ did for our sin, how he became our sin, how he died for our sin, and what he did with our sin. That's the finished work of Christ. I remember uh, working at a mega church in California, and the worship leader, of all people, the worship leader came up to me and said, Bill, don't you think uh, that obedience is too much pressure on self? And had an issue with this concept of repenting from our sins and obeying God. In her words, it was too much pressure on self. So why obey? In other words, it wasn't a worship leader. She was actually a gypsy. Because a worship leader is someone who worships their Lord in spirit and in truth. Obviously, that worship leader never really had a salvation experience because that person never really repented from their sins, turned from their sins, and turned to Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins so that they can receive the free gift of eternal salvation. This is what's happening in so many churches across America. Now, to recap the story of God and man, it can easily be summed up, summed up like this, and this is straight from the Encounter Bible study. God is love, and his love is pure, and it's, and it's holy, and God made us in his image. Adam and Eve sinned and it ruined everything. We inherited that sin and live in a broken world. And because God is holy, he cannot be in the presence of sin. Therefore, sin separated us from our loving God and gave us a death sentence that declares us guilty. We were incapable of fixing our sin problem and separation from God. Separation from those you love the most will make you do outrageous and radical things. Our father did just that. He came up with the greatest plan ever, a plan that would restore our relationship with God and bridge the gap back to him, a plan that would forgive anyone for all their sins so that they can have a permanent residence in heaven for all eternity, a plan that is free to us but costs God everything. He sacrifices one and only son as payment for our sins. A plan that solved our sin problem when God's Son, Jesus Christ, took our sin, became our sins, died for our sins, and defeated our sins on the cross from the grave. He did that for us. He did that for you. So my question for you on the Encounter Radio Show today, what's your response to this outrageous act of unprecedented love? So if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can today, but you have to understand that you need forgiveness of your sins. You need to repent and turn from your sins so that you can receive the free gift, and it is a free gift of eternal salvation. And if you've never said a prayer asking Jesus Christ to forgive you and be your Lord and Savior and write your book and write your name in heaven's book never to be erased, you can do that right now on the Encounter Radio Show. And this is the prayer that we have in the Encounter Bible Study. Just pray this out loud because the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, the Bible says you'll be saved. So just pray this prayer with me if you've never prayed that prayer before. Say, Father, I am a sinner. I've sinned against you and others. 
I repent of my sins and turn from my sins. I trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of my sins and for the free gift of eternal life. I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. I believe that he died for my sins and rose from the dead so I can live with him forever in heaven and for him here on earth. I acknowledge Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. It is my desire to love him back by fully devoting my life to him. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so I will have the power and grace to live the life you planned for me. Thank you for loving and forgiving me. Thank you for welcoming me into your family and making me a child of the one true king. If you just prayed that prayer, I want to say this to you today. Welcome to the kingdom of heaven. There is a celebration right now in the presence of the angels going on in heaven because of that prayer that you just prayed. And you just got born again. You were just saved. And you are now a child of the one true king. So some of the questions that we have at the end of each lesson on this lesson If you've gone through this study, if you've been listening on the Encounter Radio Show for the past two days, including today, which makes day three, how have I responded to the love of God? Is anything keeping me from receiving his gift? What's holding you back? What part of my past and present have I not crucified with Christ and surrendered to his lordship? In what ways... Have I recognized that I am not trusting in the finished work of Christ? I want to challenge you to take some time to spend some time with God. Get a journal and say, Lord, help me answer those questions. And just spend time with, with, with your Father in heaven. And He'll reveal, and the Holy Spirit will reveal to you exactly, exactly what your answer should be pertaining to those questions. Well, if you just finished... Uh, anchor three, you are a child of the one true king, and you now trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And that leads us to anchor four, which is such a critical anchor, which is trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. Because in so many Christian circles, it's, well, now that you're saved, do your best to behave. And that never works. We need a community of believers, but we also need the full trinity to help us with this walk, and we need power that we don't have. We need grace that we can't produce. We need wisdom that we don't have. We need direction. We need peace that the world cannot offer, and all that comes from the Holy Spirit that was deposited in your life now that you gave your life to Jesus Christ. Now, the Holy Spirit is always going to bring attention to Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus said in John 14, 26, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So let's talk about living with the Holy Spirit for the short time we have remaining on this encounter radio show this morning. When you become a follower of Jesus, you're not you're never left alone. From the beginning, God had a plan to save you and be with you every step of the way. The Holy Spirit is vital to your Christian walk. He is your counselor, guide, comforter, companion, helper, and source of power. 
He does all this and more to help you live the Christian life. You cannot do it in your own power. God the Father and Jesus the Son are both in heaven. The Holy Spirit is the only member of the Trinity that is with believers here on earth. He lives within followers of Christ. Knowing him and following him is the difference between having a victorious life or a defeated one. The Holy Spirit is the greatest power in the universe, and he lives within the hearts of every Christ follower. If you don't give him full operating room to work in your life, you'll have limited power. But if you give the Holy Spirit full reign and complete power in your life, you'll be a force to be reckoned with. A person totally yielded to and guided by the Holy Spirit is filled with the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And God wants you to know that truth and live like you believe it. It's important to search God's word in all matters, but particularly when it comes to learning who the Holy Spirit is. So the following scriptures will will help guide you to knowing him more. First of all, the Holy Spirit is a person of the Trinity. He's not the third wheel. He's the third person of the Trinity. Matthew 3.16 put it this way. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And the Holy Spirit is everywhere. You can never escape his presence. Psalm 139 says, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. And he's your counselor who lives inside of you. Friends, this is just the start of Anchor 4, trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit. I hope you tune in tomorrow to the Encounter Radio Show as we pick up Anchor 4, trusting the power of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. Thank you again for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.